Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a podcast where generations collide, stories are told, and the schoolyard becomes a battlefield of knowledge. We're your hosts, Caleb and Phil. I'm a high school teacher, and I'm an intermediate school kid. We are father and son, and this is Schoolyard Showdown. Hello, everybody! <laughs> it's been a long day, hasn't it? Yeah. But we're here at like 8 p.m. It's uh, it's like five something. Yeah. Anyway, I have a special message for all of you. Wait, wait, ooh, I yeah. didn't know we did this special messages. This is coming messages. from Caleb, the ultimate um, street fighter. Yeah, the ultimate what? raccoon fighter. Oh, raccoon fighter. Right. Um, that's an upgrade. I have a very special message from a very special. Um, dead person. Oh. Well, this just got dark. Yeah. His name is Michael Jackson. Oh. And he has two words for all of you. What's that? Hee <laughs> hee! Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was... <laughs> I know. Okay. Um, we're going to be late for class if we keep on talking oh, about Michael that, Jackson. That's true. We do have to get started. Yep. All right. So, hit the bell. Okay, the, the bell rang. Now we're late. Okay. That's sad. I'm going to break you up. Man, this is my, like, this is, like, my eighth write-up this week. I know. Yeah. You got to stop getting written up. Uh, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I try. Well, you write up kids I all could the bring time. some write-up write something for you and write you up. <laughs> all right, so we are in history class. Okay. A little late, but we're in history class. A little class. late. And uh, I believe you're going first. Okay. My history class topic is about cranberries. I was going to do cranberries. Yeah, well, I did it first. That's not... No, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, I would never have thought to do okay. cranberries. Is there a history for cranberries? Um, Not really. It's literally just facts. I don't know. Mama's got a friend who, like, is on a cranberry farm. That is true. There must be a history about cranberries. Yeah. Number two is probably my favorite. Well, what pack. happened to number one? No, I'm just oh. saying. I'm warning you. Number two is probably my favorite. Pack. Oh, okay. All right. Because it has one of my favorite things in it. Oh. Which is uh, pee. Oh. Okay. We'll, we'll get to that in a little okay. bit. We'll get to All that right. in a little bit. Yeah. Number one cranberries are a native North American fruit. Oh, they're native to here? Yeah, they're native to here. I would have thought that'd be something that came from, like, uh, I don't know, England or something. England? Yeah, a lot of our, our well, stuff Well, I mean, that is other... true. That is true. Right, are you ready for number two? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Cranberries contain antioxidant, what is that, proanthocyanidin? Go ahead, say that again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Antioxidants, proanthocyanidins. I, I think the end part there was was really. I think that all that was really okay. Close. Well, we're just gonna. I call will tell it you this: that what? was better than I could have done. Okay, we're <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna call it PACs. Packs. Okay, packs. Right. Cranberries contain Pac-Man. I mean, packs, which may help prevent bacteria from sticking to urinary tract walls. What? So, so the walls of pee. 
They stick to the walls of pee. This has started off in the worst possible way. I know. You know, we actually would like people to listen to the podcast. Right? No wonder this is my eighth write-up this week. Uh, yeah, right? Okay. Um, all right. Okay. That was our first one? All right. Yeah. Is it only going to get worse? Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Go ahead. Fresh cranberry, fresh cranberries. Sorry, cranberries. <laughs> cranberries. Yeah, we should make a. We should make a whole fruit about that. We a whole fruit. Uh, yeah, fruit. And cranberries are a whole fruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we could just. Add, we could just make a whole song. Cranberries are like cranberries, but they're better and sweeter. They're nearly ninety-five percent water, and they're not really carbs and fiber. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened that's my third fact ready okay so how about you say it this time fresh cranberries are 90 are nearly 90 percent water but the rest is mostly carbs and fiber okay i can't believe that that rhymed the way you sang I know. that i that was that was something else. I... Thank you. I am something else. <laughs> yes, you are. Okay, okay. Number four, number four. Okay. Most wet harvested fruit is used for processed <laughs> processed cranberry products like juice and sauce. Mm-hmm. Okay, any thoughts about the pea? Well, I mean, um, um, the, well, the, it's the, interesting the because cranberry sauce. Yeah. Uh,. I have I have seen cranberry sauce, cranberry sauce like mm-hmm. actual sauce, but most people, sauce. yes, most people see cranberry sauce as like a gel form. They take it out of a can and they have it at Thanksgiving. Okay. So I'm not sure. I just got the greatest idea. Well, hold now, on. I no, think this is a conspiracy. This is a conspiracy. Okay. Well, it's nobody nobody sauce. cares about your stupid conspiracies. <sighs> Okay, fine. You can, you can, you can. Look, sauce is supposed to. Just continue. I'm trying. Sauce is supposed to be a sauce, not a jello. Because sauce is a sauce. Duh. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So when we have cranberry sauce. It's it's like jello. At Thanksgiving and it's jello, then it is no longer a sauce. It's cranberry jello. This is a lie. This is a bold-faced lie to the American public. Okay. It should be called cranberry gelatin. Goo- googly stuff. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say googly eyes. No, I, you. What is wrong with you? <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Um, go ahead. I, I, I forgot. Um, it's like the aliens guy, but cranberry oh, sauce. Aliens, right? Okay, that's what, what? that's actually what I was gonna talk about. Okay, okay. Right. so. You yeah. imagine this. You start a food fight. I don't know that I want to. Just shut up. Right, you okay. start a food fight. <laughs> this sounds good. With with I don't know any type of sauce. Cranberry googly stuff. Yes, that cranberry <laughs> googly stuff. Not not the cranberry you know, gelatin like. It's gelatinous enough. You could like, you could make you a could little throw, mini trebuchet. You and, could throw it at a wall yes. and it would basically act like a spring. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You could put it, you could build a little mini trebuchet, one of those those devices that sling rocks, you know, and mm-hmm. things like that. Okay, so ready? Yeah. Imagine this: yeah. you start a food fight with any sauce, like I don't know, cranberry, googly, all right. that crap. Mm-hmm. Um, 
cranberry googly stuff. Right. Um, and then, so that goes everywhere, causing um, the the cranberry googly stuff to fly. Yeah. So it's flying sauce. Yeah. But if the if the cranberry googly stuff was alien and it went everywhere does that mean it's a flying saucer <laughs> oh god <laughs> we waited <laughs> and this was our payoff oh yeah. man okay anyway anyway right, um, go, go. last one yeah yeah oh any thoughts about the cranberry? no okay <laughs> <laughs> the the ants the anthocyanins found in cranberries may have anti-cancer and anti-inflammatory. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> have you practiced this at all? No, I didn't think so. And anti-inflammatory effects. Okay. Anti-inflammatory. Effects. Well, they, they're finding they're finding that inflammation. If you are a young person and not sure what inflammation is, you can. Well, go I'm look a young person and I have no idea what. That's inflammation what I figured. Means. But they're finding that that this kind of thing is really good for inflammation. So as you get older, you're going to learn more and more about inflammation. Okay. Well, then I'm going to die because I don't like cranberries. No, don't die. That'd be sad. R.I.P. You Caleb. wouldn't be able. To, I wouldn't be able to hit you with googly wet willies. Okay, Remember that was, a couple that, episodes ago? Yes. Yeah. I think that was like our first or second episode. I don't know. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any any thoughts about the the anti-inflammatory and the anti-cancer and the anthocyanins? I think any, anything that is fact-based and actually good for you is a good thing to follow. So if the science says this is what you should do and you can prove it, then excellent. Okay. You know, not you shouldn't go to like you're like great aunt Sally who thinks that, you know, you know, burning down a field and inhaling all the the the, the, um, the smoke is going to make you the, you the very fine ash dust. Do you know what disease you will get if you no. inhale very fine ash dust? I'm just saying science is good. Hold on. Yeah. Do you know what disease you will get what? if you inhale very fine ash, ash dust? Ash dust shitish. No. It's going to be our longest <laughs> You sound like, El- uh, what's his name? In the State Farm movie commercial. Hey, that's not funny. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ar- Arnold. Arnold. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is the yeah. Hey, hey, we, they, we, they don't, they don't, we, we don't get any money for, for State Farm. So yeah. they, uh, although it's, State if Farm State Farm is us. listening, Give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. If you want to get your sponsor out there, we're the we're, guys. We're your guys, that's right. We, yeah, we're the guys. Just call 911 All for right. more information. So I'm going to go from Cranberry yeah. to Alexander Graham Bell. Who is Alexander Graham Bell? I was just going to ask. Do you know what? Did he invent that in, that um, obnoxious bell? Because bell, bell? No. Obnox- what bell is obnoxious? Uh, we were just late to history class. Oh, exactly. No. Alexander Graham Bell uh, invented something that you are obsessed with. Oh, um, um, whatchamacallit? SD cards. No. Um. The phone. Oh, yay. Not the cell phone, the telephone. Okay. So you haven't really used a telephone. What's a telephone? The-
What's a telephone? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, anyway, do you, do you guys want to know why and I said you, SD cards? Do you know what a okay. telephone is? Yes. Okay, so it is a wired version, essentially, mm -hmm. of a cell phone, right? Yeah. Not tower to tower. Line comes out of the house, goes across Except the nation. it's not a cell phone. It's a, it's like a cell phone, but limited to only like the phone app. There's no app. Exactly. It's, it's just, physical it's, buttons. Right. Yes. So, um, I'm gonna call him AGB just to make him cool. Abgo. Although he was a really cool dude, as I found out. Like Ruth Bader Ginsburg so is RGB. I or always. RBG? Yes. I RGB, always. Red, green, well, yeah, blue. but we're talking about AGB. Okay. okay. Um. Now, um. Hold on, hold on. Hey, what's what's the... settle settle down. Settle. <laughs> you settle down. <laughs> what's the what's that one color that starts with an A? Oh, I don't think there is a color that starts with an A. Um Auburn. So AGB. Uh, AGB, yeah. Alexander Graham Bell so, was an immigrant from Scotland. Okay. I'm but gonna, I'm gonna pretend to be him. I'm gonna role play. Oh, this is gonna take forty years. Okay, okay. you restart your facts, okay? Repeat repeat the fact. Repeat that fact. I didn't even get to say it. Then just <laughs> say it again. AGB was an immigrant. He came from, he, he immigrated from Scotland. And where do you think he went to? Where do you think he went I to? I need to be AGB. Hold I know, on. but tell me, where do you think he went to? Um, I don't know. France. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, France. What? What? Where did he go to? Canada. Oh, <laughs> you okay. went to Canada, which is not France. Although the Canadian or the uh, French have tried to take Canada, oh, yeah. and after one year, he came to America. Mm, I did not know uh, they had roots in Nova Scotia, Ooh, which is cool. Been to Nova Scotia. Uh, he taught at now the guy who invents the telephone mm -hmm. taught at the Boston School for the Deaf. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it is cool because uh, you would you would think he's you know focusing on the voice, not the hearing part, right? Yeah. That really kind of blew my mind. So now, what's his full name? Um, Alexander Graham Cracker Bell. Not Graham Cracker. However, oh, you're focusing on the right thing. He didn't have a middle name until he was eleven. So he got his middle name when he was your years old. Oh my god! Well, I'm so not it was be just Alexander Bell. So why Alex he Bell. kept? Hey, Alex Bell! What's up, Alex right. Bell? He kept asking for one. Okay. Over and over and over. And he got graham cracker. And said, then his dad. Yeah. Said, "Fine, I'm going to name you Graham. Your middle name is going to be Graham. Ew. And I'm going to name him after a kid in my class because his dad was a teacher." And the kid had already graduated, and they were live. The kid was living in their house. So not only what? was there a Graham in the house already, there's another Graham. But he didn't even get a unique middle name. There's he got one that was based yeah. on a kid that was already living in their yeah, house. Yeah, there's another Graham. <laughs> Two Grams of Graham crackers. Yes. Now his mom and his wife were what both hearing impaired, so they had auditory listening issues. That's why he was a teacher at the... at the. That very well could be. I didn't dig far enough in, but I'm guessing that's why he was very interested you in teaching. You didn't do your homework? I did a lot of homework there. Okay, great. However, I am not the Smithsonian, so... <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, now imagine this. Let's what? say you invent something brand new. Ooh, I'm inventing something brand new. Right. Get that in your head, right? Okay. 
And then day after day. Oh, it's, it's been day after day. You have to deal with over 600 lawsuits by the time that you have passed away. 600 law people oh sued I'm him dead, but I still over 600 times but you're dead just about the telephone what yes that's just about this one invention that changed the world <laughs> yep. now what? this what this was the most mind-blowing fact to me what okay mm -hmm. agb Ad invented a wireless telephone they had Bluetooth in 1771? No, no, 1880. 1880? He invented a wireless telephone that, that transmitted conversations and sounds by beams of light. What? Like, we can't do that today. I don't understand. Bluetooth in the he early said, days. He called it a uh, photophone because he were using photons. Oh. Right? Which is what the light source was. Right. And if you're, if you're keeping track at home... Mm -hmm. Photon, photo is the word for light, Greek, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And phone is the word, the Greek word for sound, mm -hmm. right? But uh, he patented it in 1880, and he said, quote, What? It was, quote, the greatest invention I have ever made, greater than the telephone. You're just remixing the telephone. No. What other wireless communication has there ever been in all of humanity? Bluetooth None. speakers. And it's 1880. I don't care. Bluetooth speakers. It did not huh? come around until I was older. 1880. Whatever. Right? Now, what else uh, do you think he might have invented? When was what? What else do you think he might have invented? The elevator. No. What? I swear that was him. You ready? Who? He invented the HD4. What's the HD4? A speedboat. What? That reached a speed of more than 70 miles an hour in 1919 on a lake in Nova Scotia. Okay? He's, he, he set a world water speed record. That's it's 70 miles an hour? That stayed a world record for over 10 years. Oh, my God. What was wrong with you, baby, Bellin? <laughs> Now, not the most mind-blowing thing, but I think my no. favorite fact. This is the last thing. What? He died August 2nd in 1922, okay? Yeah. On the 4th, that's two days later. Yeah. All telephone service. Yeah. In the United States and Canada was suspended. Mm. Nobody was allowed to use it for a full minute at the precise moment, the exact moment. That he was lowered into the grave. So that meant that 60... So it's kind of like a memorial? Yes. Over 60,000 telephone operators stood... Had to shut down. They just sat there and did do their job. Just and did let, nothing Let the entire minute. two countries just be quiet. They stood silently at attention and didn't connect any calls to anybody else of the 13 million telephone users. How so they're like, hey, one minute, that's all I need for my lunch break. How amazing is that? That's um, incredible. Well, I mean, you're basically taking your way out of... Every single person on the continent, essentially, North American continent, yeah. could not use a telephone in honor of, of the Alexander Graham Bell. Himself. Well, at least... Of AGB. Boom, mic drop.
Yeah. Don't yeah, hit the microphone. The <laughs> um, no, I'm just saying it's it's really nice that the telephone carriers or like the um, operators mm-hmm. um, work out of their day to to. Yeah. Do you know how they connected the, calls? Like yeah. today, today they just automatically happen, right? A computer yeah. switches things around, right? Yep. You had to have at that time sixty thousand people. Yeah. Sitting in places where they would grab one wire, you know, like a speaker plug-in, yeah, yeah. pull it out, and plug it in somewhere else to another place for it to go. That seems stupid. 60,000 operators. Oh, my God. That's Everybody more, just stopped at the same that's exact That's more uh, people than Apple has. Yeah. And Apple has, like, I don't know, 12,000, 13,000. North American continent of workers. Wow. Just so someone could say hi on the other line. Okay, well, anyway, what's your next fact? That's it. That's it? We're done. Show's over. I know you have a whole bunch of stuff, but I just, we're not doing it. What? Okay, bye, everyone. <laughs> Time to ring the bell. Okay. We're late again. No, we're not. Yes, we are. We decide when the bell rings. Okay, well, the bell just rang, so now we're late, and we're still in history class, and the teacher is currently yelling at us. Yes. All right, music class. I have one for you today. Mm-hmm. It is unexpected. Okay. You would not expect me to choose this. Okay. Especially since quack, I, quack. I hear this music all the time. Quack? All the time. Quack. And I yell at you, not yell at you, but I, I get really like, you can only listen to a song or type of music. So many times quack, quack. before it drives you crazy. Quack. Yes, I see you are like, like duck billing Pringles. Uh huh. Quack, quack. Are you ready? Sorry. Are you ready? Uh huh. Now I'm eating my bill. You ready? Yeah. What do you What are you playing? Just wait. It's wait, wait. Wait. Oh, that's kind of fun. It's got a jam to it, right? Yeah. So thoughts? Um, they should make um a Wii 2.0. Well, that's basically the Wii U. So a Wii 3.0. <clears throat> um, and put that music yeah. into it. Yeah. Like hands down. Do you like this trap version? Yeah, I really yeah. do. Well, Ooh. I'm not going to let you know where it found. It like fades out. I and then know. Boom. I would listen to this. Yeah. Because there's only so much me music you can listen to before you want to go crazy. I know you like listening to it all the time. I do. But... No, I like listening to Coconut Mall. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So that is uh, the Nintendo Me theme by um, Trap Remix by Vander. Oh, hi Vander, if you're listening Vander. to us, nice job. He's yes, he. I, I knew that would uh, that would uh, you would like that. So um, I like I said, I'm I'm not opposed to it. I wish they would go and revamp some of the music like every couple months. No, because... On, on the Switch, the background music, and... Yeah, but... 
Okay. They have enough money to just have somebody sit there and rewrite mixes and stuff. No, I think... No, I... I think Nintendo should have stopped making consoles at the Wii U. What? Because... The Switch is great. No, it's not. What Ew. do you mean? The Switch is terrible. The Switch is better than the Wii U and the Wii. Like, combined? Like, ten times over. No. Look, I think... The Wii U and the Wii were superior. Why? Because, well, first of all, the Wii U, oh my god, that's that's an absolute masterpiece. What? It had the big the, clunky the music, screen and... The music, okay, you, but... when, you, when you turn it on and then you click a little user and then you're me, you're me. So you're um, not saying that the console you... is better. You're saying Shut that up. The, Wait, you're saying that the user interface you like better. No. Or the experience. You, you need to listen it. to me because I'm, I'm not even you. finished. I'm okay. Anyway, I'm th the, the music. The music when you um open the Wii U menu. Okay. Is the best. Oh, okay. Why? We're still we're still waiting for the why. Um, I could fall asleep to it. <laughs> and and also the Wii menu music is also cool. That still doesn't tell me. Like the, the Switch game system is better than the Wii U and the Wii. The graphics on the Wii U are way better. Than the Switch? Than the Switch, yeah. No! Uh, you, you played um the newest Legend of Zelda. I think it's Tears yes, of the Yes, and it's amazing. No, it's all like blown out and stuff. It's like... It's a style. Zelda's hat is like light green, and then next to it is like this giant dark green patch. So, I, there's this thing... Called anime. No, called art. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> it's a style. Yeah, thanks. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's I, I, I love the, the latest Zelda game because it has this this flow to it and it's it's got this fuzzy dreamlike quality. Yeah, but Okay, well the Wii U is better. I would like... love to in, to invite Hideki on here and you have a conversation with him about his console. <laughs> Who is Hideki? Oh my gosh. We need to educate you. Who is Hideki? Oh, I'm I'm dead now. Who is Hideki? Go look it up. You got the internet. Uh, no, I don't. Mister knows everything about gaming. Oh, I can tell you everything. Oh my gosh. Okay. So... You can't tell me who Hideki is. I know everything about. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> By the way, do you want to know why I said I love SD cards? I want to know why I still do this. Mm. Okay, I'm getting okay. tortured. So anyway, it's because recently I did something fun to the Wii, yes. or rather the Wii U. Yeah. Um, I modded the Wii menu, not the Wii U menu, but the Wii menu. Yeah. So now I can play nine 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 CC. Oh, super fast CCs in Mario Kart. Yep. Wow. I love it. I always like. Go through like a bunch of walls and then I fall into this like deep black void. So you're looking for all the places where you can bust through. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, okay, we are late for our next class. <laughs> well, that's amazing. I'm glad that you found something that's really cool. Mm -hmm. I, th I think that's amazing. I was never smart enough to do that. Eight hours late. Oh! 
Tell everybody the what you what musically you were involved with. Oh right. So my um my intermediate school, my middle school, did um SpongeBob the musical. Yeah, and what what did you do? Um I was a spotlight operator. Yeah, did you enjoy it? No. Why? Well, actually, I did because basically I get to see the whole entire show. I know. That was the, the, the best part about But then you also have to do work, and I don't want to do well, work. Everybody has to do work in a musical. Okay. So we brought it back to music. <laughs> okay, great. Um, do I know who Old Man Jenkins is? Okay, so go go ahead. My friend. Your friend, yeah. Would you consider him your best friend? Yes. I think so, too. You guys are, are best buddies. He made he made a great old man Jenkins. I know. He that, he that looked cardboard cutout scene. Oh, he no, looked crotchety and he looked angry. <laughs> he was at his little cane and he was getting angry and and <laughs> it, it was it was good. It was a great musical. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, Mrs. Bates and, and Mr. Johnson did a fantastic job and Mr. Melson. Mm-hmm. So they're. Uh, they, I hope they're really proud of the work they put in because it was a fan. It was a fantastic night. It was a fantastic show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got. I, I love seeing the preview because I got to see kind of like everybody a little bit nervous and see how they were doing. And mm-hmm. all right, so I believe you are leading us into the next class. We need a bell. Okay. okay. Next one. Next class is. Oh, we're going out to recess right we now. Are. Hold on, I gotta eat my lunch real quick. You know it's almost dinner time, right? No, not. Uh, we're on we're on educational prison time. <laughs> okay, and now, ding playground. Who, playground who taught college. you that? <laughs> Me. I came up with myself. Educational prison. All right. Okay. Playground politics. Playground politics. Lay it on me. In playground politics, we talk about things you might talk about on the recess. Standardized tests. You talk about standardized tests on on the the, paper. I know, but is that have you talked about that on the? Oh, we're very worried. Um, (laughs) markers going bad, and constantly having to give pencils out to students. Oh. Do you want to start with that one? First of all, standardized tests. Okay. So therefore, no, I don't. Um, What are your thoughts on that? As a teacher, I absolutely cannot stand them. Oh, yeah. I hate them, too. They take a lot of data. However, that data is never used for, for anything remotely helpful. And it... I don't even know if it can be used for anything helpful at this point because the te- there's a test rather than the country or the state saying we're going to make these tests and here's what we feel people should know and find out if they know it they hand it off to a, a company who wants to sell you the product of testing it at that point why, why would you do it? Yeah. so See, I am not a fan of testing so busting or cringe yeah it's cringe yeah. It's, all, it's cringe all the way yeah I think it's cringe too. I'm not. I'm more of a um, not really. I'm leaning away towards the political side and leaning towards the comfort side. Yeah. Because I just have to sit there for ninety minutes just doing nothing. Yes. Like just a, pointlessly. They, we can't even turn around. Like we can't even move our heads. Mm-hmm. We can't even read a book. Mm-hmm. We can't even like move, and we're just sitting there like we're dead. Yeah. 
And let me tell you, being a proctor or uh, an assistant to a proctor in a test, like, you are not allowed to do anything but stare at kids mm -hmm. for that entire time. And, oh my god. Why do they do this to us? All right, but the fine. best thing is, yeah. when someone's computer breaks and the principals have to come in and fix it, we get an extra, I don't know, like five minutes off. So we can have a little break, mm. and it's so cool. Oh, I did not um, know that. Anyway, next topic. Mm -hmm. Markers going bad. Mm. Yeah, I don't like it. Annoying. My math teacher literally has no working markers except for one, and that one, the chip was too, was chewed off by her well, what dog. Did, what did you do today? I, I actually, um... She didn't have any working markers, so what did you do? Oh, um, oh, because my math teachers are now markers, and so, um, markers. You decided to pick up some markers for, yeah. for that was very nice I got of you. markers. I acquired the markers. Wow. Um, so you yeah. Do, you do nice things for your, your, your teachers, but then me? Well, you're not my teacher yeah, yet. Yeah, see, I knew it, I knew it, yeah. Yeah, you're not my teacher yet. Yeah, yeah I don't like markers that go out and You don't even have working. a whiteboard! I do. Well, yeah, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I don't have a whiteboard. So therefore, you don't have markers. You don't understand I have a whiteboard the in my true office. experience. I have a whiteboard in my office. Liar, cheater, whatever. My you're a liar, you're a cheater, and you're a whatever. No, I'm, I'm just fancy. I have a projector that I use as a whiteboard. You use your Chromebook to project stuff. I know, and it works out well. No, it doesn't. They it don't does. even have fans. You have, you're never in my my classroom when i teach yes i i was just in there the other day when you were getting a new piano and, it, and like the week before at and, 7 p.m when the kids aren't there i don't <laughs> yeah, care you've never seen me use my projector as a whiteboard yo this is gonna turn into a fight on the playground if you keep this up <laughs> what's what's next um constantly having to give out uh pencils to students yeah i I I don't do that. Yeah. Or it's high school. If you need something, ask. But I'm not going to supply you with stuff. They don't give me a budget for that. Mm-hmm. Deep. Are you okay? No. Um, Did your brain just go... Yes, it turned into mush. It is currently dripping out my nose. Oh. And my mouth. Oh, that's pretty gross looking. <laughs> um. Anyway... My my teachers yeah. have started, well, two of them mm -hmm. have started to um, create these uh, sheets yeah. where you would have to write your name down if you need a pencil or if you need to go back to your locker to get something or if, I don't know, you have to charge a Chromebook or something else. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, but they take two points off your grade. Mm. Yeah. Um, that means you could have hundreds on every single assignment mm -hmm. and then you could walk out of that class with a 40 percent how do you go from 100 to 40 percent with two points taken off well no you you keep doing it oh, and oh yeah, yeah day after day after someone day, told yeah. me i don't know if it's true but someone told me that they heard of this um kid um that's why you heard it on the playground yeah um <laughs> we don't have a playground so that's really. true you're in intermediate um, school now so anyway so, 
this this one kid in my class, he was like, yo, I heard this kid um a couple months ago where he was like, he had hundreds on like all the assignments, but instead, um, he got he got like a seventy in that class because he kept having to go to his locker. Crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's time to ring the bell. Bing. Oh no. What are your thoughts on the subject? On what one? Constantly having to get busting or cringe. 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 Yeah. All right. We have to ring the bell. Bing. And we are in science class. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this person. What? Uh, Swift. Yes. What? Yes. I swear to God. I'm not, <laughs> not kidding. That's what it says. Wait, really? Yes. We're talking about we're talking about Swifties. Oh. Swifties in science I class. I didn't know that. Oh my god. If you didn't no, know, didn't. if you don't know, Taylor Swift fans are called Swifties. Uh, okay. I did. Thank you. Now, last July. Uh, a couple years ago, I was actually a Swiftie for like a, a I know a long amount of time. Uh, most of the world is a Swiftie at this point, I think. <laughs> uh, last July on the Eras tour, yeah. she had a stop in Seattle. Yeah. And the fans. Yeah. Caused a 2.3 magnitude earthquake. What? Registered. This is reported by seismologist professor Jackie Kaplan Auerbach. Okay, honest, honest to, to whatever you believe in. She was ready for it. She knew it was coming. She, and she was curious about if she could record it with that many people in a stadium. So she was ready for it. She I can, think I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, it was news for a little while. Yeah. Um, and she, but she also, uh, well, first of all, she calls it a swift quake. Uh, quake. Swift quake. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, and then she compared it to another one she did uh, uh, years back in 2011 called mm-hmm. a beast quake. Measure beast. No. Uh, using boys. the same seismometer. Beastie uh boys. During. Uh, uh, the Super Bowl. Oh, the Super Bowl. Uh, when football fans went crazy because there was a touchdown by uh, Marshawn Lynch, who's also known as Beast Mode. Okay. Right. He was on um, Lego Masters Holiday Return. Yes, yes. And so that was recorded too, and she compared the two. The Swifty Shake. The, the Swift Quake. Yeah. Was double that of the football game. What? And lasted longer... Plus, you could sh- you could see that it was rhythmic because the the music was going on and the fans were like jumping and yelling and screaming. So yeah, basically, um, so all the fans would be singing and jumping up and down and climbing their way from yeah, baby, uh, and then all of a sudden the side number would be like duh 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 duh. So more than seventy thousand Swifties. Yeah. Ended up in Denver for a concert, right? Yeah. Oh, no, this is a completely different thing, but more science. Yeah. Uh, and this is the Eras tour. Yeah. Uh, it was in Denver, and satellite images were taken, and you could see the concert from space because of how many people were reflecting light out of the stadium from cell phones, from the lights hitting their clothing, from the cars parked around, everything you could you could see from a what? satellite image, right? How bright it was. Yes. What? Now, this is my favorite part of this. Part. Ready? Yeah. Taylor has not commented on the quake. What? But if she did, she'd probably just shake it off. I quit. I quit. 
I'm tired of this. I quit. <laughs> All right. Okay. Hit the bell. Oh, thank God. <laughs> All right. Last thing, language arts. Well. Now we have decided to write. I wrote a lot. Good. We decided to write short stories for each other, mm -hmm. and the uh, the topic was something bad happens and no one believes the main character. Mm -hmm. And what words did we have to use? We had to use sorry, uh, keyboard, robotic, spectacle, and poet. Cool. Is it okay that I use uh, poetic? Yes. Okay. That is fine. Um, do you want to go first or should I go first? You go first. I'm okay. busy eating. This is called Angry Moose Are Coming. What? You heard me right. Where are they? <laughs> Riley burst into the restaurant. After me? I'm starting. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Riley burst into the restaurant. Oh, they're going after my, um, Riley. I mean, sorry. No, nope, okay. not reading. No, continue. Okay. I'm really sorry. Riley burst into the restaurant. Everybody run! The moose are coming to burn it all down! <laughs> 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 I can't get that in my head either. The diners looked at each other. They looked at Riley, being the spectacle that she was. They all burst out laughing. No, you don't understand. I was in my tent up on the mountain. I heard a rumbling. I saw the lights in the distance, and they're howling, said Riley. The mayor took a bite of his bagel and stood up, chewing it in a robotic way. Staring at her, he calmly said, Riley, I am not a poet but I am good at talking to people. I am the mayor, after all, and I want everyone to listen carefully. Okay. Everyone pricked up, except for the waitress using the keyboard at a register to ring a customer up. We are here in the fine town of Kilamus. We are brave, passionate, and bright folk. We know a good moose when we see one, and we aren't crazy, Riley. They all cheered and laughed. If you want to come in here and say, uh, 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 mayor, 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 said a diner. What? He yelled. You have two pages? Hang on, hang on, hang on. You have three? Shh. They all stared out the window to see an army of flaming moose. <laughs> two seconds later, there were only moose. <laughs> okay, uh, it's, it's time for mine now. Um, yours was fun. <laughs> I just killed everybody. What do you mean it's fun? Uh, exactly. Flame, flaming moose burst through the diner and killed everybody. Okay, that's fun. Um, in the... <laughs> Alright, be quiet! <laughs> in the dimly lit room, the main character, a poetic soul immersed in the rhythmic clatter of the keyboard, foresees an impending catastrophe that looms on the horizon. Oh. Their warnings, delivered with a certain robotic precision, fall on deaf ears, Boston Deaf School, um, as others dismiss the... This was the Boston Deaf School? Yeah. From Alexander Graham Bell? Exactly. Um, That's a good tie-in. As others dismiss the ominous premonitions as, as mere spectacles of an overactive imagination. Despite the poetic instinct, Intuition, intuition, sorry, intuition. I also did you use AI to write this. No, intuition. I can see it on your face, you liar. <laughs> that usually guides the protagonist. A sense of frustration sets in as their attempts to convey. Eight hours later. 
uh, impending. Sorry, I made it small. You are a cheater. No, I'm not. I wrote this with my bare hands. I am being 100% honest with okay, you. Okay, all right. Uh, it's just my English teacher really likes to learn new words. And she's mm. like, use them all in your essay. Um, where was I? Impe attempts to convey the impending danger are met with skepticism. I mean, skepticism. 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 <laughs> all right. Wait, hold on, I messed up. Despite the poetic intuition that usually guides the protagonist, a, set, a sense of frustration sets in as their attempts to convey the impending danger are met with skepticism. <laughs> <laughs> skepticism. Um, <laughs> I am skeptic of poetic Stop. intuition. Just shut up. Unbeknownst to the oblivious crowd, a robotic force silently, silently maneuvers behind the scenes, poised to unleash a spectacle of chaos that only the poetic mind can perceive. The disconnect intent. Oh wait. How many the, times you can use poetic? The disconnect between the impending calamity and the and the disbelief as surrounding the and the disbelief. Surrounding the main character intensifies, creating a suspenseful as a atmosphere My God. as the keyboard's <laughs> <laughs> ominous clicks echo in the background. Wow. It's good, right? That was, I don't even know what that said. There were too many big words. I like big words, but that was... I like big words and I cannot lie. Oh, my gosh. Just All right. like I so like big butts and I we, cannot lie. We are almost to 50 minutes. This is the longest podcast ever. It's the longest Because you just wrote an entire ever. novel. I did. <laughs> All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Schoolyard Showdown. And uh you have anything you want to add before we go? Yes. What? One and two. two. Yeah, I knew it. I, saw, I knew three. it was coming. All right, we will see you next time, and we hope you have a great two weeks. And we really hope we didn't screw up your day with this long podcast. <laughs> bye bye, everyone. Goodbye.